love to see it. Podcast where we watch movies and TV shows and then tell you all about them. I am Danielle Riendo. I'm the senior editor here at Fanbyte. And this week I am watching Ratatouing. That's right, Ratatouing with editor in chief John Warren. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and features and trending editor Merritt Kay. What? Why did I agree to this? <laughs> uh, you, you barely did. I don't even think you did. Yeah, agree to it. It, was, it was really a. Uh, this not is a the hostile most. workplace. Yeah, it wasn't the nicest assignment uh, in the world. Uh, I will tell you all this. This all was Nikki's idea, and it was probably his idea to not be here on the day that we recorded it. That sounds about uh, so right. So he could he could bring us uh, maximum. Pain, uh, although as we'll get along with it, as we talk about this uh, wonderful film, this 43-minute uh, <laughs> masterpiece, we will we have some interesting questions, and I'm going to do my best to guide us through uh, the experience of what it is to watch Ratatouille and to understand Ratatouille and its place, really, in the cultural landscape uh, of film and uh, children's films and uh, all that kind of stuff. So... Ratatouille is a 2007 film by Video Brinquendo. It is a Brazilian company. They have made several, uh, y- you might call them knockoffs of uh, popular... Uh, Wik- Wikipedia calls them mo- <laughs> mockbusters. Mockbusters. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I believe this came out just before Ratatouille, uh, at least in, in Brazil, possibly. Uh, we-, we could look at the dates. We can confirm that or deny that later but it was certainly time to be around the release of Ratatouille which of course uh is the um Patton Oswalt voiced uh sort of minor masterpiece I think actually a very very good movie about being queer but it also about just <laughs> generally generally uh being sort of the outcast in your family uh about a rat who has like a really refined palate who goes off to be uh you know to work with a chef in uh, Paris and, uh, uh, you know, kind of deal with this family and not do the, the family business and all that kind of stuff. That's actually my favorite Pixar movie. I think it's wonderful. It's, it's uh, my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's truly, truly a great movie. Uh, Ratatouille, on the other hand, is it, not what you would call a great movie, but I will read the official description on Amazon. Oh, where, by the way, uh, this is a free movie. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch this. And all it costs you is 43 minutes of your mortal life. So the official. (laughs) I paid American money to watch this film. Merit, you paid to watch this? Yeah, I don't have Amazon Prime. I'm not a narc. Oh, wow. Well, uh, Narcos, another show you can. I paid 99 cents to watch this, which I could have spent on any number of discounted erotic (laughs) Steam games on sale right now. This is actually a uh, peek behind the curtain. We are recording this on Cyber Monday. This is a real uh, live Cyber Monday, live to tape Cyber Monday experience right yeah, here. So. Yeah, so keep going. I am going to, um, while right. you're talking, I am going to see what I could have bought on Steam okay. for my 99 cents. And I'll report back later on. Okay, that, that sounds really good. So uh, officially Amazon uh, says, Ratatouille is a city in Rio de Janeiro. Sorry. <laughs> Off to a good start. Ratatouille is a city in Rio de Janeiro where the most gifted chef in town is a rat. Editor's note, I believe they meant to say Ratatouille is a restaurant in Rio de Janeiro. No, they, I think it's, you know, said, it's, it's the famous, it's the famous city. district of Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> yeah, Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that's where you go uh, for good food. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> back to the description officially. Every Thursday night, Marcel goes on a mission with, one word, mission with, his assistant Carol and his friend Greg, the worst waiter in town, no uh, punctuation there, to search for rare ingredients that can only be found in restaurants owned by humans. They're, oh, sorry, they are faced with real dangers like rat traps and cat attacks. Their adventure gets even more dangerous when a bunch of jealous decide to get together to try to put an end to Red Tattooing's culinary success. Okay, okay. Mary. I want to point out, first of all, that like, well, what makes yep. this movie bad isn't, isn't like, the, you might think, oh, the description, it's just like someone who, who doesn't speak English as their primary language, or it was run through like a translator. That isn't the case for the actual movie at all. Yeah. Um, uh, I... And and the quality of the movie doesn't have anything to do with the place or language of its production. Yes. Uh, it has everything to do with all other aspects of the film. Yeah. I That is absolutely correct. I don't want to make it sound as if I'm making fun of whatever person wrote this. Uh, the whole production, I, I am going to just guess, was uh, a bit of a rush job. And the people who worked on it probably are very talented people who well, just had, you know, 10 minutes to well, work on this. Danielle, it's, uh, Google yes. Translate is instant. So, yeah, this was a rush job because they just <laughs> they wrote a script in Portuguese and they and yes. they copy pasted it into into uh, Google Translate. And wow, there you go. That's what happened yeah. here. So we're beating around the bush a little, but I'm going to give you the, the, the overview, not just the Amazon description, but this is a, a movie that was very clearly made really quickly and under a tight budget uh, to sort of cash in on the, uh, on the uh, more notable property, uh, Ratatouille. And what we have here is a movie that's 43 minutes long, uh, and it really sure is uh, it starts with about a 10 and a half minute scene of uh, people talking about how good the, sorry, rats, who are people in this movie, talking about how good the food is at Marcel's restaurant here, at Ratatouille. And oh my God, what is the secret ingredient? That, that scene goes on for, I, I, okay. Uh, forever. F- full it's, yeah, it's, sure. It's I haven't minutes. seen the entire film, yeah. but that is a full <laughs> third of this movie's running time. Yes. It's just yes. different characters saying, I love the this food restaurant. here is so good. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's it's a it's a wonder to behold, and I will say I will say, uh, <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves here. But if you can get through those first ten minutes, oh my god, there are there are pleasures ahead. There are pleasures ahead. Uh, it, it it somehow becomes a watchable disaster after there's, that first scene. There's some. Uh, wild there are things shit. that happens. Yeah, there are some things that happens that kind of make it worth it. But those first ten minutes are are hard. They are hard to get through. Uh, it really does look like I took some 3D animation classes in grad school. It it sure looks like some of the stuff I made. Now I'm not trying to say I'm good at 3D animation, but like it looks like the stuff that's in your 3D animation textbook. Like oh, the good textbook version of the simple walk cycle looks like this, and it's it's a rather poorly animated, poorly written, poorly voice acted, poorly directed. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poorly wanna... voice okay. acted because I want to talk about some of the cast of this film. Oh, yeah. please do. Because I looked this up because I recognized a bunch of these voices. Okay, uh, Marcel Toing, who is the owner of the restaurant, is voiced <laughs> by Wayne Grayson, who. Is the voice who's a professional voice actor who is the voice of Joey Wheeler in the Yu Gi Oh movie? 
Oh, uh, wow. Carlos, who is the rat with the mustache, is voiced by Dan mm-hmm. Green. Again, another prominent voice actor who is Yugi Moto. Um, oh, wow. Veronica Taylor voices a character named Maria, and she is Ash Ketchum. And she's also Manuela oh. in Fire Emblem. Yeah. Oh my God. And, then, and then the biggest of all, the narrator is Mike Pollock, who is fucking Eggman in Sonic. Yeah. Oh, they got Mike Eggman. fucking yes. Pollock. Yes. yes. So really, like, I actually think the voice cast in this, in this movie is doing fine. I it's think surprisingly the problem is, good. I think the problem is is that the things that are being asked to read are 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 loose translations of a Brazilian script. I yes, mean, it's, that's that's it. Like just the 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 structure. And I'll say this: there are one or two characters that must have just gotten the uh, the uh, the gumption to change and improvise because, like, you can tell that they were changed in the booth. Like, you can yes. tell that, like, some actors, like, saw the line, it made no sense, or it was, like, poorly constructed, and they actually did the work to, like, make it sound more like a human person uh, that speaks English. Um, and, like, natively, which is, like, a really tough language to, like, get the cadence of. Um, and, like, you can tell, like, like, two actors do that. Now, a lot of them don't. A lot of them, <laughs> a lot of them do not do that, nor do they even make an attempt, which is uh, a lot of the hilarity of this movie, I think. But um, yeah, yeah, it is. I, w- I would I, agree. It is bad. I hey, Merritt, I have a really important question. Did you scrub through the rest of this? No, I didn't have time. Okay. I got to the part okay. where don't don't because I've got okay. some stills. That I'm going to drop to you at some point in this podcast. Yeah, as okay. as we're discussing it, I, we're I, let's discussing. go through yeah, some of, go some through. more of the plot. Uh, we don't have to go scene by scene or anything. Let's just go <laughs> generally. So we have our 10 minute restaurant scene. Yes, uh, and we establish that some of the people who are going to the restaurant are trying really hard to understand that there are secret ingredients to the recipes because spoiler alert: they work at another restaurant and they want to steal the trade secrets. Uh, of Marcel's so they can have a successful restaurant. Uh, So they're spying on Marcel and crew who, by the way, uh, go to a human kitchen and steal fresh ingredients from a human kitchen. And that's their secret ingredient. They do this by putting on spy outfits, by doing a spy walk and sometimes a spy dance. Uh, And, and that's uh, what they do. They go on these reconnaissance missions uh, to to take food. To I take love good. Food. I love the references to the Matrix. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, this actually looks a lot like in Conquer's Bad Fur Day, the Matrix level. Oh my god! Like the end of that game with mm. Conquer and is her name Barry? I forget if her name is Barry or not. His uh, well endowed girlfriend. Uh, they definitely dress up like Neo and uh, Trinity in the Matrix, and they do a whole thing. This looks a lot like that. It looks a yeah. lot like that. Yes, it uh, does. There is an extended uh, putting on clothes and dance sequence uh, at one point. It, and the, this sequence does happen several times, but it changes each time. So yep. sometimes there's a dance, sometimes there's a walk, sometimes there's like a strut. whole lot of spy antics going on here. Now, throughout the course of the film, the uh, jealous uh, rats uh, find out the secret and they try to sabotage Marcel and crew. And they do so by, uh, you know, kind of messing up the place and causing the human restaurant to get a cat. An evil, squid-like, 
bizarre looking cat that now makes things very difficult for Marcel and crew to get the good ingredients. Okay, at since, one point, since you did oh, mention sorry. the cat, since you did mention the cat, yes, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and drop the image I took of the cat. So keep going, All right, here, so keep going, and, and Merritt, when you get it, just give me your full reaction, okay? All right, keep going, yeah, Danielle. We, sorry, we need this. Uh, at one point, they have to go for a whole week on one small strawberry. Uh, that is the cat. <laughs> there we this go. cat is a there we go Merit this cat saw is the a cat. Kremlin. this no. is a Kremlin cat what is happening here so if you can imagine um, this cat's like, bipedal yeah if you, if you can imagine Meowth made by hell Meowth yes. is hell Comes Meowth of hell, hell. Meowth, Meowth yes of the hell. Meowth of hell okay anyway Danielle I'm so sorry keep going Oh, oh no, please. This is this is wonderful. Uh, as we go through the film, so I'm very sorry, Mary. I'm going to spoil some things for you here. Oh, no. And anyone who, who uh, you know, couldn't watch or, or didn't want to watch. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, because Marcel is good at cooking and talking, he strikes up something of a partnership with the cat. So the cat gets good food. Marcel and crew uh, keep their restaurant going. And the jealous rats, well, they're shit out of luck, aren't they? Uh, and their crappy little uh, uh, plan to ruin the world and ruin other people's lives didn't work because Marcel, again, is good at cooking and at talking. And so the moral of the story is uh, be multi-talented. Wait, that's the uh, ending? That's yep. it. Pretty much. They don't. It's pretty much. Pretty much it. <sighs> I mean, I will that's... say that's an interesting twist on this kind of story because you typically in your sort of... Um, in a story that focuses on mice or rats or like the the smaller rodents, uh, creatures like cats or dogs are typically kind of like mindless. Like they don't have sentience and they can't talk and they're just monsters. So that's yeah. interesting that that's how they solve this one is by talking to the cat. Yeah, he made a deal. Uh, and he provides this cat with delicious food, that same delicious food that makes his restaurant the most famous uh, restaurant for rats in uh, in, in the city, <laughs> the city of Ratatouille, um, by just giving the cat these delicious treats. And it, and it does show a beautiful friendship uh, sort of cross species and that sometimes you can't trust your own kind. They're not always going to come through for you. Uh, sometimes the cat will come through for you more. I, I will give this movie some credit in the fact that it, like you said, Merritt, it's it's not actually predictable, and it doesn't follow any rules whatsoever of storytelling, which gives it a sort of freedom uh, that kept me uh, not hating my life as I watched it. I, I will say it grew on me a little bit once I got past that first hurdle. Those first ten minutes are are tough, you're, you're, but once I got past there, being, I was actually kind of so like fundamentally generous to this film. I I am I am, but it's it's also because. It's also because this movie only took 43 minutes of my life. Yeah, fair. As opposed to many, many more. And fair. I appreciate it for that. And also, I want to uh, read... I'm going to read a few uh, Amazon reviews for you here. And this one, I think, uh, with... Uh, <laughs> I believe uh, the person who wrote it has a very mom name here. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> five out of five stars. Perfect for a family <laughs> movie night. Instant classic for the whole family. Watched this with my three kids and my husband. My children had a blast and loved the cute animals. And my husband 
Loved the clever humor to match. We considered buying the Disney original Ratatouille, but for the price and the plot line, this is ten times better. I highly recommend this movie to watch snuggled next to family with a big bowl of popcorn on your lap, drinking a glass of white wine. Whoa, Uh, what? (laughs) This person really, you know, I think this person... When life throws her lemons, she makes some lemonade. And uh, I, I appreciate this attitude in life. Uh, this Here's the other type of person who appreciates this movie. <clears throat> Subject, those rats are dumb thick. Quote, I watched this three times in a row, and this is a meme central. I was in class two, Ugh. LMAO, also, sorry, mom. Oh so that's the other type of person who enjoys this movie, I think, is... is uh, uh, you know, that that's another way of enjoying it. What do you? Uh, all uh, right. So, what kind of what kind of alcohol do you think pairs with the other video Brincato uh, uh, films? Oh, that's a really good point. Because because um, do you think White Wine goes with Little B, their B movie knockoff? <laughs> little B. Yeah. I, now, now are all these movies? So, one thing I I will say, and I and I want to ask if it's true of all of these movies, if they are straight ripoffs, or in this case, this has nothing to do with the plot of Ratatouille. Okay. So, like the the rat is the chef for a rat restaurant. It's not like at all the same plot, okay. even though the aesthetics are similar. So, I wonder if Little B is the same in that way. Okay, I'm gonna read uh, the title of their films. And you tell okay. me what okay. their what their uh, uh, source material is. Okay. Yes. The yes. little the little cars, the great race. Uh, uh, cars. Okay. The little cars yeah. two, Rodopolis adventure. Uh, 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 cars two. Is that the second cars? Yeah. Uh, Ratatouille. <laughs> we know that's Ratatouille. Gladiformers. Wait, sorry. Say that again. <laughs> take, take that one again. <laughs> one, one more time. Um, that would be Gladiformers. Can you spell that? Uh, that would be G L A D I F O R M E R S. Gladiformers. Now, what's the source material of Gladiformers? Now, is, is it a Pixar? No, no, no. They, 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 now, that's very important. They're not necessarily all Pixar. Is this just like a Transformers? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. That's correct, Merritt. Thank you. Um, Gladformers! Okay. Uh, next, next, we have The Little Cars 3, Fast and Curious. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's uh-huh. pretty good. Okay. Uh, we have The Little Panda Fighter. <laughs> that's that's Kung Fu Panda. Okay, we have tiny robots. Is that just robots? Nope. Oh yeah, it's robots or Wally. Okay. Or Wally. Or Wally. Okay. 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 Mm. Uh, Little Princess School. Okay, that just sounds like one of the games that I could have bought for ninety nine cents. Yeah. Instead yep. of this, this just movie. says Disney Princess. Which is oh, okay. is this on the Wikipedia? And they say which yes, it movies is. there. Yes, it is. I see. Good. Yeah. Uh, Good. And then of course we have the little cars for New Genie Adventures, which is just cars. We have Little B, which is B movie. We have Gladiformers <laughs> two. It was a heterosexual B. It yes, was a, yes. Uh, and then my favorite, my favorite is what's up, balloon to the rescue. Is that up? Yes, that is up. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 
it. Okay. Okay. And okay. then uh, this is also a good one. Little and Big Monsters. <laughs> Monsters Inc. Monsters versus Aliens. So a little bit Wait, of a weird, what? little bit of a weird uh, note to go out on. DreamWorks's 2009 not classic, uh, Monsters versus Aliens. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Wow. Yeah. That that's what Video Brinkato's wavelength is like. Uh, I want to I want to share with you uh, the shortest uh, uh, of the reviews uh, that speaks, I think, to this and to their aesthetic uh, quite well. Uh, posted on December 23rd, 2017, it feels like somebody gave me a lobotomy. <clears throat> my kids just made me watch this. It feels like somebody gave me a lobotomy, but then took a shit on my face. So that... Uh, That's that poetry. Speaks, <laughs> it speaks directly to uh, to some of this. So I, I want to point out one other thing about this movie. Um, there are a lot of reviews... And there are a lot of five-star reviews for this film. Uh, and people are really trying to outdo each other uh, with their, you know, stories that they would write about mm -hmm. how good the movie was, how much they enjoyed certain aspects of it. Uh, and there is something to this. Uh, I think there is something to enjoying, uh, you know, trashy media. And there is also something to... Just putting yourself in the point of view of the people who were probably given like four dollars and like no resources and no time to make it uh so that's that's one thing i kind of want to talk about it's just how do you make something like this like genuinely like i'm just trying to wrap my head around how do you make something like this i believe like the writer producer director and editor are all the same person who is probably also on the animation team uh, and, and this got translated to several languages and, you know, was localized to several languages. So there there's some budget at some end of this. But, like, what what is it like in the production studio that, that is making these movies? Like, what, what are they doing? Uh, I mean, I can I can give you some insight from a or like yes. a. a, a a uh, an interview I read with their oh, with their like production head or whatever, and this is translated okay, so like it might mm -hmm. not be great, but it's like he they 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 did uh they this is the studio that made Sonic X, so Sorry? Sonic X was Wait, what yeah so yep. this is the studio that made Sonic X. Uh, or part, or they distributed it in in um, in South America. That's a key distinction. They helped distribute okay. it. In, okay, that's different. Yeah, 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 that's different. But they did do some like localization and stuff like that. Um, they touched Sonic. They did touch Sonic, which is probably how yeah. they had. That's probably how they had uh, access to Eggman. Uh, would be my guess. Mm -hmm. oh, most likely, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so. They they have some some folks in house that do their stuff, but it sounds like what they do is they quote get in front of trends uh, and decide <laughs> and decide what to make based on those trends. And he goes, uh, "We try to imagine what will be in evidence," uh, says Milani. Ratatouille, despite its similar name to Ratatouille, bears little resemblance to the Disney design, except it has mi true. except it has mice in a restaurant. We thought it would be more childish, a cat and mouse story. So it seems like what they do is they just, they take the most simple distillation of 
like a plot and they go how can we stretch it out to be a feature length film because that yeah. is the crucial thing is that all their stuff is like 41 minutes 42 That's minutes which is like great. which which by their like like the quote from them is yeah we do this so we could be considered for award season and i'm like y'all are in no danger of being considered <laughs> for award season uh just because you're making it uh, a feature-length film so um i don't know like i think like they must just have what appears to be maybe two animators that work for them and they just have a they just turn out these scripts i mean they made like all all those things that i just listed they made within a two-year span that is actually kind of impressive. Yeah, I get I just a sheer work sure. level. Like to say you made like what nine feature films in two years? Yeah. Actually, 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 yeah, actually. I'll take this in a more a darker direction. I said something really dumb. I said they have about two animators. That's not true. They probably have about two hundred because the Okay. The labor there is super, super, super cheap. Um, gotcha. like really, okay. really, really, really cheap. Okay. Um, okay. and like a lot of, uh, game companies even still outsource, um, their engineering and animation and like keyframing and stuff to, uh, Brazilian studios. Like if they don't want to go, if they don't want to go through China for whatever reason, uh, Brazil is not a bad option if that's your jam. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I tend to appreciate uh, paying people like a real wage for their work so this would not be yeah. something i would do but uh this is a place where a lot there's a lot of cheap labor uh for this kind of thing so that probably checks out as to how they were able to make so many of these in a short amount of time even though they look like shit i mean it's not like you yeah. know it's not you know they're it's it's basically all like pre-packaged shadow effects and um, lighting and uh, and articulation and stuff like that. I mean, there really is no uh, like custom work being done here. It it feels like, um, yeah, yeah. It's wild. I I'm glad I watched one of these. I'll never watch another one, probably. Yeah. But I'm glad I watched one because I knew these kind of things existed, but I didn't know what they were like. And now. Now I know. Now you know. Now you really know. Now we know. Um, now we know. <laughs> now we know. Now we know. Uh, can I just tell you some of the games that I could have bought? I would yes. love to know, yeah. Here are some titles. Um, relaxation Balls. <laughs> oh. Uh, language Worm. Oh. Boobs or Redacted. <laughs> Uh, frog Demon. Broccoli okay. Bob. Broccoli <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Feminazi oh, 3000. Oh, no. Oh, good. Oh, Hentai no. Legends. Oh, no. And also, I could have bought Parade Tack for my horse in Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Oh, oh, well, that actually does seem like a thing you missed out on, huh? Are, that, are any of those, so let's just go by pure uh, metrics here. We're just going to use numbers. We're going to use science. Are any of those worth 43 minutes of unbridled joy? Uh, I think Broccoli Bob might be. Yeah, I, I, that might be a good Broccoli call. Bob is an adventure game that combines with puzzle. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, I like adventure and I love puzzle. Uh, so I'm thinking Broccoli Bob. You know, Broccoli Bob could have been in this movie. Oh, sorry. I did forget a few. There are a couple more. Great toilet simulator. (laughs) Toilet simulator? Hell yeah. Great toilet simulator. Hell yeah. Um, Devil girl needs massages. (laughs) Hell yeah. And finally, (laughs) Zipple world. Zipple world? Zipple world. Oh Zipple World? Now try and guess what Zipple... I know we're getting off topic, but just really quick, try and guess what Zipple World is about. I, do you have to zip your nipples in the world? Uh, no. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Zipple World. These are... Uh, a guy named Zach's nipples? Uh, no, the title character does not ha- is actually of a species that does not have nipples. Oh, this is the story of Zipple, a frog warrior who must collect the objects scattered in his world of mazes and then bring them into the homes of her village. Oh. Well, that sounds good. That's a, that sounds nice, That actually. sounds very pleasant. When you, acti- when you run, you activate the god mode, which can kill enemies, Whoa. but you cannot shoot. <laughs> if a magic item falls into the void, it will be game over. Oh. Oh. Zipple? Zipple, no. Zipple. Well, those are all things that I could have been enjoying. Yeah, instead of this film. Instead of ratatouing. I, I, I mean, let it let it be a, a a warning, perhaps, to all of us to never listen to Nikki again. Uh, about perhaps. about anything. About 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 anything. Movies on Amazon that we could watch for free. I think he was just. Uh, I think he was mad. This is what I remember in hindsight. He was yeah. he was stressed out about missing us doing Into the Spider Verse, which we will do at some point, like fairly soon. Of course. And so yeah. he, I think he was just like, well, since y'all made me think I was going to miss that one, here you do Ratatouille, and yeah. we have to get him back somehow. Um, I, I think yeah. The, I think we need to uh, brainstorm that. The one thing that really stood out to me, uh, aside from the fact that. Um, one of the mice, the the girl mouse. What was her name? The was that Maria? Maria. Um, Might have been Maria. Her her like you know every rat has like the um uh you know like they have like a white belly like a white chest that's like yes. contrasted with their fur. Hers is definitely in the shape of like a a like a a bustier. I just want to point that out. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Um, which is you know uh huh. We see what you're doing, Ratatouille. <laughs> Um, but also like in case you were like Ratatouille, I need to really make sure I enunciate Ratatouille, the Pixar film. Um, like if you, if you know nothing about food, you are kind of introduced to classic French cooking and, and sensibilities and like what, what it's like to be in a classically French kitchen, um, and you kind of get a sense of like what food culture is actually like. And yes. I can't stress enough that in Ratatouille, what what people like the people at the tables will be like, hi, I really, really enjoyed my salmon with Roquefort sauce. And then like <laughs> and people will be like, hi, wow, um, uh, Marcel, I really loved my trout with bacon sauce. Like it's just stuff like nothing. None of this makes sense. None of it connects. No. It's just word salad. Um, yes. 
which is just really, 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 really funny to me. That was like a detail I actually really appreciated. This, I, it's, uh, it's all nonsense. I found I found more info on some of the voice actors. Yes. Oh, so yes, yes. the the Sonic X theory or, or connection checks out because uh, Lisa Ortiz, who is in this film, played Amy Rose on Sonic X. Oh my God! And you killed oh, Amy God. Rose. I did kill Amy Rose, and also. Oh, no. Uh, Marc Duresson, who is in this film, uh, he was in a few things. So he was in uh, Berserk, The Golden Age. Oh, my God. He played, oh. He played Guts. Oh, my uh, God. The, he the played lead Guts? Character. That's crazy. And also, John, you might enjoy this. Uh, he's in Shenmue 3. What? He plays a character wow. named Hong Dejing. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. I'll, I will be on the lookout. That's incredible. Um, I did just drop two images into the Discord. One is, of course, the uh, a still from the scene where they're all getting into uh, their yeah. gear. Where where yep. where she goes? This is really funny. Uh, this this line actually made me laugh. She goes, "It's time to get ready for our night work." <laughs> and, she sure did say that. And for some reason, it's time to get ready for our night work. Sounded so ominous. <laughs> I loved it so much. Uh, and then I just dropped the second image, which is just like an isometric view. If that doesn't look like a fucking 1998 point and click adventure game, like yep. I don't know what else does. Like there were some shots in this where I was like, yes. "Oh wow, damn!" Like that well, way to go, Lucas Arts. Like you, you're fucking, you're fucking turning, turning them out again. Way to also, go. Also, the first person shots too, because yes. that's not something that anyone does right. in any. That's not a filmmaking technique. That no. that is like a 90s AMV thing of like the exaggerated walking to make it like, oh, this is you. Yeah. You're walking no, towards exa- the table. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I am actually very charmed by uh, this 3D animation that still looks like like worse than Reboot from you know, yes. the mm-hmm. early 90s. Um, I, I still think like, I still think there's work to be done in that space. I know that sounds insane, <laughs> but it's like, I, 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 I still believe there's room for this, but I would love to see it paired with something that, um, you know, isn't this kind of thing. Well, like with good writing, like with, with a, an actual interesting script. And yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I love, there's something really charming about just like derelict filming techniques used for just weird fun purposes right. you know like old cameras or or old animation techniques or, or all sorts of stuff like there is absolutely i would love to watch janky shitty animation of some wild conceptual sci-fi movie like yeah I, that would be great actually I, I would love that i i've had i've had legitimate issues with like both of these uh people slash studios but like if like animation or like fucking wes anderson was like i'm gonna make my next animated movie in this fucking early 90s cg shit i'd be like all right like okay yeah. like fine i want to see what bob balaban's character is in this fucking awful <laughs> awful cg early 90s shit like i would i would like that a lot if if uh if someone actually tried to make something out of this i think that would be kind of cool but um, not this. Yeah. This sucks. I, I think that's fair to say. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. I, I want to read one more oh, uh, review. Yes. This one. This is also uh, a type of review of this movie that I appreciated. And I appreciate that there was some creative spark uh, brought to this person's life uh, from this movie. Uh, the title is 
a true work of art. It was posted February 22nd, 2019. And the format here, DVD verified purchase. <laughs> so this person bought a DVD of this movie in 2019. Incredible. <clears throat> Finally, a shimmer of light in the darkness that is the film industry. A break from the mundane and the mainstream. This genre-defying, groundbreaking animated movie is one for the ages. This movie is truly iconic. As a film connoisseur, I appreciate the little details about this movie that may go unnoticed by the casual viewer. The voice acting is incredible, featuring a star-studded cast. The animation is beautifully done and keeps the audience entranced. I bought this movie to play for the children at the daycare that I work at, and they love it. When it comes time to play on the this playground outside, in jail. Mm-hmm. several of the kids will almost done. Several of the kids will get together to play quote the silly mouse movie game unquote. They run around screaming quote precisely and quote we have to get the ingredients unquote. They make blood sacrifices to Marcel towing by hanging each other from the monkey bars. We lost a total of 34 children to this ritual, but we don't discourage their creativity and imagination. This movie is amazing. Five out of five stars. Oh my god. I think that's the perfect. See, I believed it until they had me. <laughs> but they did. They I'm did. Not have, gonna lie. They did have me yeah, they too. Really did. They did have me too. They really did. Uh, I, I think that this whole thing was worth it to watch this movie and then read people just trying to top themselves writing things like this. Sure. Uh, that was worth it for me. I got my hour of enjoyment out of uh, watching this and then reading those things and i do agree i would love to see something just genuinely batshit uh but in a not corporate way uh and not like just oh we are the uh seo of uh (laughs) animation studios and 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 i sure wish people would pay their animators a, a real wage but yes a director a creative person uh who has access to something like a budget to actually pay animators properly making something wild that looks like this i would be there with bells on i will buy a dvd i will buy a a vhs tape whatever it is uh and i will enjoy the hell out of it so rat tattooing everyone does anyone have any uh final thoughts before we close this out uh we stop talking about this movie no i'm ready i'm ready to go do my night i'm ready to go do my night work and get away from the Uh, night work precisely it is time to do the night work it is uh it's getting dark on cyber monday and uh as it sunsets on Cyber Monday, it sunsets as well on this podcast. Uh, so that's all for this week. We hope you enjoyed your cinematic journey with us. Please be sure to rate and review our podcast. That actually really does help us. I really appreciate it if you do that. And uh, don't take your ratatouing feelings out on us. It wasn't our fault. It was Nikki's. Listen to all our stuff at fanbite.com slash podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media, Instagram at Fanbyte, TikTok on at Fanbyte, and of course on fanbite.com. Merit, where can people find you online? Uh, at Merit K. And also just trolling through Steam for those good deals. For, for what could have been. For what could have been. That's, that's very beautiful. Uh, John, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Floppy Adult. Uh, you can also find me on TikTok at Floppy Adult. I'm kind of getting more into that. That's kind of fun. Thanks, Danielle, for, I, for I, opening my heart. I have heart. to tell you. I'm so glad about that. And I will. Ha- I do have to tell you, John. I did show a few of your TikToks to my family at Thanksgiving, and they really appreciated them. So. Well, thank you. I used Big fans. I used to spend an incredible amount of time on Vine, so this is maybe a door I should not be opening. But uh, yeah, you can find me at Floppy Adult in those places. 
and uh yeah thanks for thank thank you for shepherding us through this danielle <laughs> anytime i'm i'm very happy to if you want to follow me you can follow me at danielle ri on twitter and i am gonna find my new sign off for this and it will be you love to see it bye